What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The African Effect. This is your girl, Natalie, here with... Derek. What's up? Nothing much, nothing much. How's everybody? How you doing? Mm. Ooh. Enjoying this whiskey. That's oh, you're how I'm drinking a um, green apple martini. Shout out to uh, to T. She's the one that gave me the recipe. She used to be a T bartender. Trisana. Oh, oh, well, okay. What's up, T? Yeah, she gave me the recipe. And ever since she gave me the recipe, I've been making martinis. Different kinds. So. Okay. So, so I'm not a teeny guy, but uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> martinis are glorious. Anyway. What are we um, talking about today? I don't know. Um, something crossed. Oh, check this out. So I had a conversation with my mom. And I feel like she trapped me into this conversation. Oh, no. So I went to go visit her. Um, and her husband was there. And I think my brother Kevin was there. Um and she was just basically, you know, making small talk. And I could, and you know, sometimes you can gauge when someone wants to like have a serious conversation, they start mm-hmm. throwing like tidbits here and there. So she was doing that. And she was like, so I heard, you know, you're doing a whole podcast and stuff, you know, and I heard it and it sounds good. And um, y'all sound pretty good and all of that. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, what is coming? Nigga, what you want to ask me? <laughs> so this is like so let me ask this so when it comes to like relationship marriage and all of that type of stuff um who's supposed to lead in a relationship Mm. right and what if the person that's supposed to lead doesn't make you feel secure um Mm. that they're able to lead and i was like what do you mean she's like well um who's supposed to lead in a relationship and i told her my opinion i said the man of course she yeah. said okay good <laughs> and she's married right and she's married okay. and right then i knew like this conversation was about to get real real intense okay because she had a few drinks or so so i knew it was, it was getting ready to get a, a, a bit heated Reminds or whatever <clears throat> yeah man <laughs> 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 Yo, guys, I have a story about her mom. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> don't let let her speak for herself because you know she wants. You know she wants us to talk on the podcast. You know she wants. To. I know she does. I know she does. <laughs> but um, so my mom, so she was like, uh, she was like, good. I was like, okay. Um, so what's up? She was like, so I have this thing about not respecting. Well, not necessarily not respecting men. When they're not able to lead, but I am the leader hmm. because I'm the oldest of my of my siblings, okay. and I had to basically uh, lead and get them to where they needed to be to be able to be successful, and you know all of those things. That's not abnormal. <clears throat> so she kept prying. She was like, "Just tell me what you think. I want to hear what you have to say." And I'm like. Mm. I can't because he's sitting here. Okay. Right. But what did you but what do you think? So overall, yes, a man is supposed to lead the household. He has to have proper leadership. 
And he has to be able to actually show that he can actually lead a household. And there's a it, it consists of a lot of things. It's not just, you know, oh, you can make just sound decisions. Right. Or you can um, say I'm the man and, you know, I'm putting my foot down and you're going to listen to me. No, it, 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 there's a lot to it more than just that. So. Um, so what about you, you? So you believe the man is supposed to leave? Hands down. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. What if the man is incapable of leading? Is it okay of him to relinquish that leadership role to the woman who is capable? If we're talking about a male and female relationship. Is it okay? Is it appropriate? No. Okay. No. So what happens in that situation then? There's just no leader? So I, I think that... Men who typically can't naturally lead, um, they're lacking certain things, certain qualities. Um, they're lacking confidence. Uh, they're lacking uh, self-control. Uh, the ability to understand who they are as men and what they're supposed to do and what they can do. They lack the ability to understand their weaknesses and their strengths. All right. So um, th those are just a f just to name a few. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to agree with what you said initially, where a man is technically supposed to be. We're talking about a male and female marriage here or relationship. Mm -hmm. A man is supposed to lead. But I think that there are times where men are just incapable of leading or unable to. And if that's the case, then they need to be okay with relinquishing that role to the woman. I don't think that it's natural for a woman to lead in a relationship. I think that it's definitely the man's responsibility. But Wait, you said you don't think it's natural for what? For a woman to lead. Right. It's but, not. No, it's not. But some cases, especially these days, you have a lot of men who are really good at just like they say that women are good at like masking their you know their issues right you there's this old saying that says um you know until you get the ring don't you know how they say that women kind of don't, don't they don't show themselves i think the same thing is going with men now so men kind of mask themselves to be the leaders that they're supposed to be um and it's not until you kind of get further into it that you realize that they're not and at that point, the woman is forced to kind of step up and do what she's supposed to do to make sure that her family is okay. So, you know, there are some women, I think, that um, unfortunately have been given the wrong advice by other women or even by some weak men who say that they're, you know, it's equal and women are women can lead and men can. No, that's not that's not accurate. But So are you saying that? um it's not appropriate or it's not a good thing for women to advise other women. Uh, it's there's when it a, comes to relationship. Uh, my debate coach used to tell me um, all the time that you should always be patient with people who um, give you advice, but be very careful with what you take from, from them. So anyone that is willing to give you their time and advise you, be patient with them and listen Soak to them. But that doesn't just, mean that yeah. you have to take everything that they say. So I'm not going to listen to you if you don't have a man. I'm definitely not going to listen to you if you haven't had a man in 20 years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
or if you've had like multiple failed marriages, like what what can you yeah. tell me? You know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to take out, you know, what do they say? Like eat, eat the meat or spit out the bones or whatever. So I'm going to take the good that I can get from that. But as women, I think collectively we have to understand that taking advice about relationships with men mm-hmm. from women can be counterproductive. Very. But anyway, getting back to leadership, like in my situation, my previous marriage, I've talked about this before on other podcasts, but I didn't marry a leader. Okay. <clears throat> don't 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 listen. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm ready to dive into this one. I'm ready to dive into this one. So did you realize this? Realize this, excuse me. Um prior to, during, or after? I think I realized it right before I got married. And then it showed itself. When you say right before, like how right before? Like three weeks before I actually got married. Okay, so let me ask this. Mm -hmm. So you realize this three weeks before Mm -hmm. the marriage. Um, what were um most of your reservations about getting married? Well, first, I I wasn't a woman that ever wanted to get married, so that was the first reservation. I was I never wanted to get married, never. Um, but as it relates directly to this situation. Um, I, I'm just going to put it out there. His family, like his mom and his siblings, with mm-hmm. the exception of like maybe his sister and his brother were horrible, horrible. So there were certain things that I saw. Like um, character wise? Character wise just... and just the way that they did stuff. Like mm-hmm. just, and I know, and like, I actually want to talk about this later about like what to look for, but oh my God, like their family was just not what it was. So there were certain things that were happening between myself and his mom, myself and his siblings, and he mm-hmm. didn't step up and handle things the way that you felt like that I felt like have. he should have, right. based on what I'm used to with my brothers, my dad, you know. So that was the first indication, and then also um, when it came to planning for our son, mm-hmm. you know, like putting things in place for our child. Obviously, I'm a mother, so instinctively there are things that I'm going to plan anyway. But as a man, there are certain things that you're supposed to step in and do that he just wasn't doing. And so that was those were huge like things that I was like, okay, I have I have huge reservations about this. Okay. Um, so three weeks before you I called off the wedding twice. Wow. Mm-hmm. I called it off twice before we actually got married. Wow. hmm One, um, the first time I called it off was I think just out of just fear, because I just didn't want to get married. Then the second time I called it off was like a legit, like, I just don't want to do this. Like, this is not the man that I want to be married to. But yet you went through with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I succumbed Why? to the pressure. You know, his mom was like all in my ear about, you know, you're about to have a baby and you guys need to do this, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You want your child to have a mother and father in the home. And I succumbed to the pressure. And so I went ahead and got married. But yeah, I called it off twice. And the second time I called it off was because of those things that I... I'm talking about like the lack of leadership. So can you give an example of like, cause you said it was like three weeks before. So like what happened if, if you don't mind sharing that, like what happened three weeks prior to for you to be like, uh, yeah, this ain't it. Well, um, his dad passed away and Sorry to hear that. yeah, before, um, you know, we got married, his dad passed away and they, in, you know, in our culture, African culture, you do like a weight keeping and people give you money 
to bury the mm-hmm. person that passed away, all that. You know how it is. So uh, they got a lot of money um, from the community. And as the first son in the Nigerian culture, even any, I think, African culture, pretty much, he's responsible for making sure that he manages the money, making sure that he manages all of the things related to the burial, just like what my brother did when my dad died. Um, and he couldn't do that. And he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that. And so for me, even though at that time my dad was still alive, hadn't lost him yet, mm-hmm. I knew what his responsibilities were as the first son and as a man, period. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't do it. So I found myself having to like guide him a lot. I found myself like having to tell him what to do. There was one particular instance where after he was buried, his dad was buried and all that, or after they had the wakekeeping, his mom came to me and told me that she wanted me to manage the money, not her son, who was going to be my husband. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Number one, (laughs) (laughs) number one, I'm not in the family yet, right? Technically. Number two, that's disrespectful to my husband. Like, what do I look like colluding with you? Yeah. On the side, you know, tr- managing his back thousands yeah. of dollars that is supposed to be his thing. Um, so I waited for a while before um, I brought it to him and told him because I didn't want to tell him initially. I didn't want to start any problems. But I thought to myself, I was like, I would rather him find out from me than anyone else that this is that they don't think that he's capable, you know. Um, and when I told him. It didn't, he was like, oh, like there was just like no, um, it was kind of like he understood why they didn't want him to lead that. Because he knew. He knew. And so that was a huge thing to me where I was like, what am I getting myself into? Because if it were like my brother or whatever, you know, I understand, you know, the reaction would have been different. But for him, he was just like, oh. So for you, that showed a lack of leadership. It showed a lack of leadership because it showed that. Number one, you know, you're the leader of your family and of your household and mm-hmm. the people in your household and in your family don't trust you to lead. And Ooh, they know you more shit. than I know you. Mm. They know they've known you. This is your mother who gave birth to you and she doesn't trust you to lead. Mm. So I was like, OK, what is happening here? Like what or what happened to get his own mother to the point where she comes to his soon to be wife? Right. And asked his soon to be wife, don't tell your husband, but I want you to lead. There's a problem, right? Major so, problem. and then his reaction to it was almost like normal, like, ah. Uh. So, I, you know, at that moment, <clears throat> I remember he left the room after we talked. And at that moment, I was like, okay. And Natalie fucked up. <laughs> like, but you, literally. But y'all weren't married then. We weren't married then. It was about three weeks to the wedding. And you didn't want to call it off. Not a third time. I was just kind of at that point. I was like, you know, I, I was so far removed from the whole process. I didn't choose my wedding date. Our pastor chose it. So when we went to go do the premarital. Yeah, so that day didn't mean shit to you. No, we went to go do the premarital counseling. And he was like, how about you guys get married on this day? I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, I'm free this day. How about we God do it this dang, day? Man. So I wasn't like, I wasn't there. But yeah, there was a lack of leadership even after we got married. Um, because I naturally... I knew my role. My father and my mother raised me the right way. So mm-hmm. I knew as a woman what my role was, as a wife, as a mother, what my role was. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself 
like I, I put myself in a position to be submissive and to and to you know give my husband the opportunity to lead. It got to a point where if I didn't step up and assume leadership, we were going to sink as a family, financially, spiritually, everything. Okay, so I, I want to ask this. So in your mind, what could he have possibly done differently with that particular situation that would have given you the security? Because here, because there's some cases where uh, that could be his weakness mm-hmm. is managing money. Mm-hmm. Right. So what could he have done in that situation that would have made you feel like, okay, I can trust this despite what his mom is saying? I think what I was looking for or what he could have done in that. And that was just one situation. But I think what he could have done in that situation was probably have gone to his mom because it gets deeper, but I won't bore everybody. But what he could have done in that situation was he could have went to his mom and told his mom, like, you know, keep my wife out of it, because essentially that was my issue. I was like, this is not my problem. This is between you and your mom. I don't want to be the middle person. No one, uh, listen, ladies, don't ever be getting between a son and his mother. Mm -mm. Never. Mm -mm. Because you're never going to, it's never going to work out for you. No. So I, I, immediately I was like, look, I don't know what you guys have going on. I don't know what happened in the past, but this is not, in my opinion, it was disrespectful for her to even come to me. Yeah. She should have come to you. I don't know why she didn't come to you, but I just don't want to be in the middle. Because she told me not to tell him. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he didn't say anything to her. He didn't go to her. He didn't say, hey, let's talk. He didn't do any of that. He kept me in the middle. And didn't mind that I was in the middle. That's a major fucking problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And I have a big fucking problem with that. Because um, that I, I can speak to this. That's one thing that... Um, I, I won't I won't allow. I will not allow my wife or the woman that I'm supposed to be marrying to be the one who's having to deal with my mother issues exactly. or issues that, you know, arise from my family. No, that's exactly. that's my job. So say for instance, if, you know, uh my ex wife, like her mom or her dad came to me and was like, Well, you know, she does this and this and that and the third or whatever and she and um, my mom has some type of, I don't know, like it, I don't like situations like that. Like, even though she did come to you, like, as soon as you told me, I would have been like, what? Mm-hmm. Done. Exactly. This is a conversation between me and my mom and I guarantee you it won't ever happen again. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the biggest things that, uh, I think my mom had an issue with when it came to me was because. I wasn't going to allow for that. Exactly. Despite what she said or what she thought or how she felt. Like you you're going to have to respect that. This is my family. Exactly. Now, right? I have to take care of her and my child. Exactly. And that's what didn't happen. And so that was a big, big, big thing. And it led to other situations and other issues where, you know, like she was in the middle and interfering and he wasn't stepping in and it was because of him it wasn't because of anything i was doing he wasn't speaking he wasn't speaking he wasn't i wouldn't say you have to check your mom because there's always respect but you do there are certain things that you do have to let them know right like with my mom there came a time when i finally told my mom what was going on in my marriage and she was really upset with my ex-husband and i still told her i said look i'm still married to this man so if you come to my home you have to act you have to treat him with respect like you can't disrespect him and she did it 
Right. But I had to tell her, like, don't say right. that. Don't do that. Even though I was feeling a certain kind of way, you know, and he didn't do that. He didn't assume like that leadership role. He didn't mm-hmm. step up and protect because that's part of a leader, right, is to protect. He didn't protect his family. He left it open for all of that. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a bad sign. That's a real bad sign. And um, any man who is willing to go into any type of relationship where um, he basically says, you know what, I'm hands off. I don't want to have to deal with this confrontation. I don't have to deal with the backlash that comes with my, my mom or my parents or whatever. Like that's a major red flag. And um, that's that's a problem. Yeah, um, it's it's the man's job to make sure he nips that shit in the butt. Because that- if you don't, that leads to other problems in your marriage once you get married. Because say, for instance, you were the type of woman who you were like, you know what? He can't leave, blase, blase, and you decide to like collude behind his back mm. with his mom, right? Now he'll never trust you. Exactly. Never. And then, and then also another thing that has to be understood too, what most women, at least women, if you're in a situation like that, one thing is that like your man will never trust you and your mother-in-law will never have She'll, respect for you. No. Because even though you guys are colluding behind his back, that's his mom. So she's always going to be like, well, why did you do it? Exactly. And so it's like you have to understand that. But in my marriage, yeah, there was no leadership. There was no financial leadership. That was a given. Mm-hmm. Like the financial thing was just, I, I, I led that. I had to because there was a point where I was allowing him to like, you know, pay. Well, I wouldn't even say allowing. I'm going to be real. Giving money to pay the bills, giving mm-hmm. money to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And because of the kind of woman that I am, it's like, you know, I know you don't have the money, so let me slip you the the card so you can pay for it. You know, all of that stuff. And even when doing that, shit still wasn't getting done. (laughs) So I was like, all right, my nigga, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, I have to step up and be the leader of this household, which, like I say all the time, is not a natural position for women to be in. It's not. So... I had to do that and I was so exhausted. And that is what is, that's the reason why people who do know that I'm divorced are like, dang, y'all weren't married that long because a woman burns out a lot faster than a man, especially when she's doing things she's not supposed to do. When you're a leader at home, you're a leader in the workplace, you're doing all this stuff. It's okay. You can call yourself a boss bitch, but how tired are you when you get in the bed at night? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not supposed to be that tired. And I remember something in particular during my marriage that was like one of the catalysts for my divorce was this is after we had our son we had a live-in nanny um even though my ex-husband was at home we had a live-in nanny that and- that blows my mind yo <laughs> to have a living nanny and, and you have a her. whole husband man at mm-hmm. home yeah and so we had a live-in nanny and if it wasn't for her, God bless her. I love her. Um her name is uh, I call her Auntie Grace. She was amazing. She really saved me during that period, that year. Um, had a live-in nanny and I had to travel to Chicago for work, which I frequently did because of my job. The water heater went out in the house and uh she didn't even call me cuz she knew how tired I was. Like she mm-hmm. knew how exhausted I was. So she didn't call me for like 2 days. Mm-hmm. So what she was doing to bathe my son was boiling water. And then bathing him and doing the same thing for herself. And then what? it finally, yeah, it finally got to a point where she was like, I had a caller. So I was in a meeting. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Time out. Time out. So, and he was there? He was there. And so 
And he was okay. Wow. So let's. Okay. So he um he so she finally called me and I was in a meeting. I was literally about to present during my meeting and I told my VP I was like, hold on, because anytime she called me, I answered because of my son. Right. Right. So I walked out. She's like, I didn't want to call you, but the water heater's out. This and that, and it was cold during that time. I was like, what? So then I call him and I'm like, hey, do you know the water heater's out? And this is his response. You know, sometimes you got to take a cold shower. Cold showers are so good for your health and so good for your body. So I, I like this. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, what? And I still had like four more days that I had to be in Chicago. And so I was like, we have an infant child. It's not about you. It's about him. So I had to call the, we had homeowner's insurance. I had to call the people i had to get you know obviously it's cold and we have an infant child so um stop laughing <laughs> <laughs> i'm not bullshitting you this is serious hey that nigga said that nigga said you know <laughs> sometimes you just have to take your Derek, when i tell you when i tell you i was literally in the hallway i remember where i was at 34th floor of the building of our headquarters and i was like i was i wanted to cry but I had a meeting. I had to present like a face-to-face presentation. So I had to hold myself together, yeah. called all the people, did whatever. They came out that day and fixed it. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about when I talk about like not trusting, not having a leader, having to do all of that stuff. So, yeah. That's, and, and people will ask like why did you get divorced what happened it looks so good on the outside that's one of the reasons why because that's something i cannot deal with it's i'm i'm not the kind of woman contrary to popular belief a lot of people who meet me think oh yeah she's aggressive and she wants to be the leader i i do not Mm -hmm. like i'm 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 incapable of i can do it if i have to Mm -hmm. but i'm not that good at it to where i want to do it all the time you know yeah um I'm trying my best here not to laugh, but you but already laughed. <laughs> it's okay. It's actually it's actually quite ridiculous when you think you know about what? it. I, that's something I actually want to put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna put that on a shirt, man. I think I'm gonna have that shit put on a shirt because that shit right there. Oh my gosh, man! So it's a very like yeah. So leadership is important. It's important. But another thing I think I wanted to ask you when it comes to leadership, because my brother and I just recently, we were um, driving back from Austin, and I hope everybody had a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. Um, But we were driving back from Austin. We spent Thanksgiving in Austin with my mom, and we were talking about this. Mm -hmm. And Joshua was like, you know, one of the things that he can't stand is obviously women that don't allow men to be leaders. And then men who want to be leaders, but don't want to assume the responsibility that comes with it. Because, you know, it's like heavy as a head that wears a crown. So mm-hmm. if you're going to assume leadership, mm-hmm. you have to understand that if certain things fail or certain things don't work, you also assume that responsibility. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men are okay with saying, I'm the leader, I'm the man, respect me, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And then when shit falls apart, you go to that man, you're like, hey, how are we going to fix it? And he's like, I don't know, this is a joint effort, you got to... Like, what are you doing? What are you adding? What are you like? They don't want to. They don't want to take the fall for things like not working. And he made a good point. I was like, you're right. There are a lot of fake men out there who like the idea of being a leader. Those are beta men. That's it. They're beta men. 
They are straight up beta men. Seriously. Okay, so let me ask you another question. Okay. With your with your marriage, mm-hmm. do you assume responsibility for that failure? Yes, all the time. That marriage failed because of me. How so? <clears throat> so the reason why I say failed because of me is because at the end of the day, I'm the man of the household. Right? I'm the man that's supposed to like lead. So I'm supposed to nurture the household, lead the household, provide for the household, all of those things. Um, if it fails, it's on me. Mm-hmm. Because God appointed me as I'm a spirit, I'm a godly man. So, mm-hmm. and that that's that will always and forever be my foundation. Period. So, anything that goes against that, if I'm lacking or my relationship is lacking, at the end of the day, God's going to be like, "What's up, bro? Like, <laughs> this is on you." Mm-hmm. Regardless, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just my belief. Um, <clears throat> what were certain things that I could have done to help the relationship. So there were times where she would ask for us to go to like counseling and stuff. And I didn't want to go to counseling because I didn't want to hear another man tell me or another woman tell me, look, this is what your problem is. I know what the fuck our problem is. Mm. I have the fucking solution, but I just need this person to adhere to it. Like, just be you. That's all I'm asking. So because you're not you because you can't control how another person behaves, can't. would you say that you failed in your choice in a wife? That's where I, I failed. Mm. My failure was the choice. Did you know? So I knew that the red flags were there. Before marriage. Before marriage. Okay. But I had hope because she had shown signs that she was willing and able to like mature in certain things. And grow, and I understood what her. I understood her position. Like I, I wasn't, you know, <clears throat> like it wasn't like I wasn't aware where she was in life as a woman. Like I, I understood those things. Even mm-hmm. my pops, he was like, "Son, you know, like this is where she's at." And I'm like, "Yeah, I understand that." But in my mind, I'm like, "This woman is pregnant with my child, mm-hmm. right?" I love this woman, and I foresee myself trying to build a future with this person. So I had hope. You know what I'm saying? And I knew what I had to do to make sure that I put our family in the best position as possible. Um, I would say where I truly failed at was not listening to my mom when she told me to just wait a year and allow like the honeymoon phase to die down. Right. Because postpartum is real. Mm -hmm. All of that is real. And, um, I charged a lot of our problems to postpartum instead of taking it for face value. Because those problems lasted way after. Way postpartum. after. Mm. And I think she milked that. Mm. Right. And so one day I decided to call that shit out and she was like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, this nigga been milking this this whole goddamn time. Right. Mm. Um, so I believe that's where I, I truly felt that. And I, I could have been um a lot better in that and so that situation taught me to um take things for what they are and not just be just so hopeful to where you just turn a blind right. eye to uh what's, what's looking you what's, right in your exactly. face exactly um so that's what it taught me and i think it's interesting that you talk about spirituality cuz that's very important you know cuz i remember you and i you know in preparation for like podcasts we got into a really heated debate about adam and eve 
And oh this actually gosh, ties. No, 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 no. This actually ties directly to that because a lot of people give okay. Eve a bad rap. They're like, oh, Eve is the reason why the world is. Yeah, the but way she messed up. But this is my. She messed art. up first. But who was responsible? Yeah, but for that's the what I'm saying thing? is it's like. Adam. Yeah. But that's the problem because if you look at the Bible and biblical, right? There was a point where. Eve wanted to wander off on her own. She wanted to be left alone. Where? To go wander off. Huh? We'll, we'll talk about that later. That's another discussion. I mean, we can. That's, I, mean, that's another, I, I, look, I have the Bible let's, app. Let's, let's, anyway, let's, we, Eve wanted to wander off on her own. And Adam said, he literally told her in layman's terms, I'm not supposed to leave your side. I'm supposed to stay by you to protect you or whatever. She's like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And Adam says, okay. And he leaves. That's when the serpent comes in. Because mm-hmm. the serpent realized that, okay, the protector is gone. So now I can come in mm-hmm. and I can deceive obviously deceive her or yep. whatever. Yep. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, when Eve took a bite of the apple, God did not call out to Eve at the moment that she did it and say, Eve, what did you do? It was only until Adam mm-hmm. took a bite that God now said, Adam, what did you do? Because the original message mm-hmm. of not to eat from that tree came from God directly to Adam. Not from God directly to Adam and Eve. So can you see how toxic that can be? No, but wait, hold on. So it was Adam's responsibility Mm -hmm. because God appointed Adam with the responsibility to protect his family. And he gave him an instruction not to eat from that tree. Mm -hmm. No matter what the hell Eve said. Because I know you've been in those positions before, maybe with your ex-wife or with people that you dated where they're like, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. But you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. This is not what I'm supposed to do. Right. It was Adam's responsibility. Mm-hmm. God told him explicitly, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And he decided to do it. Adam failed. Mm-hmm. Adam is the reason, not Eve. That's yeah, why so when you God- sound like, You sound like the woman who likes to do the whole wordplay um, and refuse to take accountability. But no. I'm with you. You are right. I you never said right. that you were, I, I, I never disagree. refused I, to take dis- accountability. I'm with you. I'm, with I'm you. just saying that the appointed blame. If you look at like just yes, the way the that people blame generally blame, Adam. yes, no, I'm saying but that people, no, people blame has, Eve. Has blamed Eve. Yes, yeah, and I'm saying she... that it is a joint, it is a joint effort because it's also a, no. Listen, it's also a testament to women. So women don't understand that there's a that there's power in submission, right? So God gave women like the ability to um seduce convince like you know you know whatever a man and so women don't understand that in submission you actually have like a lot of power and so because we because eve was inherently submissive throughout the entire time right before um you know that the whole situation adam trusted her believed what she said even so much so that he went against what god himself told him Mm -hmm. and so women have to understand that Submitting to a man and allowing a man to lead doesn't take away from your power. It actually increases it. Doesn't. It. it actually increases. So, I mean, you know, but it's still Adam's fault. So, yeah, whatever, dog. <laughs> so, let me ask this. Um, knowing what you know now, which, you know, from your previous experiences, um, marriage, just failed relationships or whatever, mm-hmm. um, uh, what would you say are like key components? for a man who's a true leader what does that look like um i think that there are really only three 
I think that a man that's a true leader is um, principled. That's important. I think that he is confident. And when I say confident, I don't mean arrogant. I mean that he trusts himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say principled, that encompasses a lot. God-fearing or whatever it is that you believe in. Yeah, values and um, all Values that. and morals yeah. and all of that. And I think that he um, also trusts himself. And then I think another key component of being a good leader is also being um, a good servant. So being collaborative. You have to be able to serve before you can really effectively, truly lead. So I think that a someone who's collaborative is a good leader because you have to, a good leader understands their strengths just as much as they understand their weaknesses. Yeah. And so you have to collaborate with those that um, are better at what you're not to make it good. You have to have principle so that way you're unwavering. There are certain things that you're like, no, nah, I'm principled on this. I understand how this works. I understand how this goes. And you do that. And then you also have to trust yourself. Because, you know, as a leader, once you make a decision, you have to trust that. Obviously, as a leader, you want the decision. You want whatever it is that you decide on to work. But if it doesn't, you have to trust that you're capable to fix it. And you're honest. And you're honest, honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. And my ex was not honest about his decisions that didn't work well so that's why um, we didn't file taxes together uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's another listen well, thanks for that one <laughs> um, i mean those those are really good those are really what good would you key say points um i would say all of those things first of all he needs to be a principal person um he needs to be confident in himself like you said Um, understand confident enough to understand where his strengths and his weaknesses are Mm -hmm. um, and not be ashamed of uh, acknowledging those weaknesses Um, being a spiritual man like my banner first um, is the scripture where it talks about uh, when I'm weak he is strong Mm. Um, so I rely on those weaknesses Right. Because I know where I'm weak. I'm like, he's going to he's going to pick up. And, and that's just for me. You know, I, I understand not everybody is spiritual, not everybody, you know, uh, believes in Christ and all of that. And which is, you know, that's, you know, to each his own. I'm, I'm not knocking that. But uh, from from my perspective, um, that's one of the biggest things for me. Um, so um, mm-hmm. being confident, uh, being principled and sticking by those principles, those values, yeah. no matter what. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't care how much that job is paying. If it goes against my principle and what I believe in, what I stand for, I'm not going to take it. Right. I'm just not because I respect myself more than, um, you know, what that check, man. I don't, I don't care about that, man. So that's, that's, right. that's, that's just me, man. Um, and what was the other thing that you mentioned? You said, uh, Oh, I think I, we said the same thing, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Just um, different ways. But I think there's more to it though. Uh, I think he ha- this person has to be affectionate. Mm. Like you have to be affectionate to the point where you understand your your spouse or the person that you're um, uh, entertaining or dating or whatever, and understand their love language and the, and those things, and understand that you know that person is not going to receive love the same way that you do, right? They're not going to operate the same way that you do love wise affection, you know, so you have to understand those things. Um, They have to be um, independent. 
I shouldn't have to rely on you to make a decision or to move the way that I move. I should be able to move on my own Mm. with full confidence. If I F up, I F up, but I understand why I decided to go this route. Right. Because I have made a calculated decision on why it is that I'm going this route. And then I'm going to involve my spouse and say, look, this is this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is why I'm doing it this way. Because I think a lot of times women have a problem with submitting to men when they don't have a clear picture of what's going to happen. What's the end goal? What it looks like? I feel like they want um, like a blueprint as to how we're going to get here, mm-hmm. which right? is not and, and which is fair. There's nothing but, wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with but that then, at all. But then where does the trust come in? Yeah, because um, I have to trust that like my spouse or my man is not going to lead me to the dirt. Mm-hmm. You know. So okay, well those are all really good, ladies. Derek is single, so look at listen to listen to that. Yeah, I'm I'm single for a reason. <laughs> it's because I choose to be. Uh, Never mind, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I choose to be, man. No, but I think that this um I think that this was good. I think that it's it's important to kind of discuss these things because I think that overall, like we're going into 2022. Can you believe that? I think that there's like a lack of um there's a lack of like that fine line between like whose responsibility it is to lead, et cetera, as it comes to relationships. And it's the man. It's the man. I'm starting to see less and less of It's women. the man. But, I mean, you know, to each his own, man, for the ladies out there who are wanting to be boss boss bees and, you know, you want to to uh, be controlling or you want to, like, make all the decisions, you want to exhaust yourself out, cool. I mean, that's your thing. And you want to be married or in a relationship with a guy who's okay with relinquishing that, then that's cool. I mean, to each his own. Yeah. I'm I'm old school, man. I'm old school. And yeah, I think it's a joint. I think it's a joint effort as it relates to like this ridiculous way of thinking. Because the men too, man. The men that are okay with that. Um, you know, I hope I hope that you're okay with with doing that for the rest of your life because it's not going to change. No. What you see is what you get. So, um, but this was good. I really enjoyed it. I hope that you guys enjoyed this one. Um, if you know you have anything to comment or anything to say please let us know and let us know uh you know who's the leader in your home if you if you're in a Man, relationship we don't care who's the leader in your home. I, don't don't necessarily i do come on now but uh we really appreciate you guys for tuning in until next time peace